You have Glennon Brothers, Pierce Park. You have Chadwick's Wexford Park. You have TUS Gaelic Grounds. 17 counties have their county ground have a sponsor's name attached. There was outrage this week when it was leaked that Cork GAA was in negotiations with a supermarket chain to sell them naming rights to Park Equive. Under the deal, it would become Supervalue Park. The money involved is surprisingly small and it won't do much to shore up the stadium's massive debt. The 45,000-seater is impressive looking, but it has been nowhere near the revenue generator the Cork GAA hoped after its 2017 redevelopment. Irish Times sports writer Malachy Clerken. Cork GAA in general is carrying 30 million worth of debt for a stadium that didn't need to be that size, didn't need to be so mismanaged. And what of poor Ego Cueve? The idea of removing his name seems to exercise people even more than the idea of putting a supermarket's name over the turnstiles. Porico Cueve was the Secretary General himself for 35 years, a time of enormous development in what the GA became. This is in the news from the Irish Times. I'm Bernice Harrison. Today, a dilemma for Cork GAA as it tries to add value to Parky Cueve. Isn't it absolutely wonderful to hear the people of Ireland, the supporters of Cork and Limerick, back in Parky Cueve? There was, it's fair to say, considerable outrage from Cork GA fans earlier this week at the idea that their beloved Parky Cueve, though actually, let's talk about that in a minute, is it beloved, would be renamed Super Value Park. Yeah. Why would Cork GAA even consider selling the naming rights to the stadium? Okay, well, let's go back. Parky Cueve was rebuilt beginning in 2014. I think the planning permission went in in 2014 and it was reopened in 2017. Parky Cueve, for people who are only vaguely aware of the GAA and God bless them for it, is one of the sort of iconic GAA venues in the country. It's right by, uh, it's down in the marina down in Cork. It's a beautiful place to go to watch a match. You have the hills of Montanotti up behind it on one side and Ballon Temple up behind it on the other side. It's kind of down in a little bowl. And for years, you know, uh, it has hosted iconic Munster finals between Cork and Kerry and Munster Hurling finals between um, sometimes Cork and Tipperary and Clare and Limerick. And so it has a part of GA history. But the old Parky Cueve was a terrible kip. <laughs> there was no getting, no two ways around it. Uh, it was built in 1976. By the mid-80s, it had Cork GA in horrendous debt. The debt back then was, well, this was the 1980s, so when you say it was 1.7 million, that doesn't sound mm. amazing mm-hmm. in 2024, but it was a horrendous weight around Cork GA. They spent the 80s trying to get out from underneath that debt. Uh, they hosted Prince concerts and U2 concerts and Shimsha Kusli and all of this sort of stuff and eventually got out from underneath it. But the stadium itself was a rickety old, rusty old, leaky, dark place. The pitch was wonderful and the view from the seats was wonderful, but everywhere else it was uh, kind of decrepit. So it had to be rebuilt. Initially, it was supposed to be in like 2007 and it was going to cost 30 million and then costs went up and the crash happened. And in 2014, they eventually got planning permission for it. And when they put in their planning permission in 2014, 
whole cost was going to be around 70 million. By the time it was built in 2017, it ended up being 100 million, more and more, more or less. Now, um, price overruns, not unusual in this country. Not unusual, uh, but badly handled as well. Cartier, definitely, they, they overvalued, they had land on the site that they were going to sell to make up some of the shortfall, and they overvalued what that land was worth. Ironically, given the row this week, a big part of their their plan for paying off the debt from day one was the naming rights for the stadium. And they consistently said that over the years. So now, while this story was treated as kind of a breaking news story mm, this week in Cork, G- in GA circles, yeah. it wasn't really for most people. No, it wasn't. It was if you were keeping any sort of close ear or vague eye indeed on the slings and arrows of the Cork GA um, situation since the stadium reopened, you knew that eventually they were going to sell the naming rights to the stadium. That it has taken seven years is an indication of maybe the fact that the demand for those naming rights has not been what they had hoped it would be. But I think the reason that there was a row this week is essentially because, okay, naming rights for GA stadiums is not a new thing. Mm. It has been happening since the early 2000s. Uh, I believe that uh, Breffney Park, Kingspan Breffney Park in Cavan, was the first in around 2000. And that's been really successful because I think a lot of people just call it the Kingspan Breffney Park. Like, well, yes and no. You know, um, yeah, like this is a this is an interesting thing. Possibly people from outside Cavan probably call it, may, maybe refer to it as Kingspan Breffney Park. Uh, I know if you go into Cavan and you say, is there a game on? Where, where's that game on, lads? They say it's in Breffney. Okay. They don't say it's in Kingspan. You know, but that's the thing with naming rights, you know. Um, but the thing is, so 17 counties have their county ground have a sponsor's name attached. You know, they're not as big as a national supermarket chain like Supervalue. A lot of, in a lot of cases, it's small sort of local businesses. You have Glennon Brothers, Pierce Park. You have Chadwick's Wexford Park. You have, I think it's TUS now, Gaelic Grounds. That's what the LIT is now called. It's called TUS over in Limerick. But the thing is, there's only one that I can think of um, that doesn't include the original name. Okay. And that's the that's where the rubber meets the road here. Uh, in general, it's the sponsor's name plus the old name of the stadium. Whereas here, the suggestion has been that this will now be called Super Value Park, not Super Value Park Equipe. Okay, and that's where the so nexus of the problem is. Courtier has arrived at twenty twenty four, ten years after putting in the planning application for the fancy new Park Equipe. It's got a fancy stadium capacity forty five thousand. It's huge. Um. So surely it's a major revenue source. You know, big matches selling out, big concerts, all that. That was certainly the aim of it. That is certainly what they hope it will be eventually. But it hasn't been, essentially. Um, since it was built, okay, it was rebuilt as a GAA stadium. In the seven years since it reopened, it hasn't once been full for a GAA match. It gets big crowds for Cork have two home games in the... Monster Hurling Championship every year, but a big crowd is like 38,000. So not selling out. Not selling out. Now, look, Cork haven't won a Hurling All-Ireland since 2005. Um, the Cork footballers won an All-Ireland in 2010, but the Cork footballers are one of the worst supported teams in the country. Uh, even, you know, when they're doing well, 
they wouldn't sell out the stadium. Um, it's more Cork is more of a hurling sort of uh, county than a football county, although it's a, uh, it, it's one of the great dual counties. But the Cork footballers are not not well supported. The stadium has been full twice in those seven years for uh, sporting events. One of them was sort of at the point of a bayonet that uh, Liam Miller was a young Cork soccer player who played for Ireland, played for Man United, played for Celtic. He died very young of cancer and there was a testimonial to help his family. It was originally uh, set for Turner's Park, which is the home of Cork City. But uh, due to demand, there was a push to say, can we play it in Parky Cueve? At the time, GA rules allowed allowed uh, what they what we term foreign sports uh, to be played in Croke Park, but only in Croke Park. So a special designation had to be brought in to allow it to be there. But that that filled the stadium. That was, that was a sold out match, and there was a rugby match there. Munster played uh, the New Zealand side. Um, in a couple of years back, and that's sold it out. But those are the only two times that it's been full for a sporting event. It hasn't been full for a GA match, but it has been full, of course, for concerts. Um, Ed Sheeran played there a couple of years ago. Uh, Bruce Springsteen would play there this year. But even a month ago, uh, when the Cork, every county has an annual convention at the end of the year, wherein the secretary and the treasurer lays out their accounts for the year and lays out how the games went for everybody in the year. And um, it was brought up that the lack of a concert last year meant that the losses on the stadium last year were of an order of like three million or so. That won't be the same this year. The Springsteen concert will will take the bad luck off that at the very, at the very least. But y- you're correct. It is there to be... Uh, a money maker. It is. It should be uh, one of the financial engines of Cork GA, but it, as yet, it hasn't been. Now, thinking about about this whole the redevelopment of Parky Cueve, I, I thought it was maybe reminiscent of the Aviva Stadium development in a way. You know, we all know it's been so well documented that the Football Association of Ireland and its CEO, John Delaney, got into, well, significant bother when the sums just didn't add up over that development. And, you know, there was a huge fallout for the FAR over that. Has anybody been held accountable for this extremely obvious failure in Cork GAA? The short answer is no, but the people who were around when the stadium was being built are no longer there. It's not that they have been held accountable, really. But boards but change. Boards change. Well, yes. Now, the previous secretary of the Cork County Board was there for 45 years. Um, he was there for the first rebuild and the second rebuild. <laughs> and was a, his name was Frank Murphy, a legendary figure within the GAA, um, known throughout uh, the halls of the GAA as a really traditional um, administrator, like when you talk about Cork GA for the last 40 years, you talk about Frank Murphy. His time there came to an end um, during the rebuild, actually. And so there has been a big change in the Cork executive over the past sort of five years. It's younger, it's more business orientated, it's fresher faced, it's more um, less hidebound by tradition, uh, definitely. Like you can take it for absolute certain that was Frank Murphy still in charge and the the older regime, there would be absolutely no suggestion whatsoever of taking Porrick O'Queeve's name off the stadium. 
under no circumstances. And can we just talk about that, the the Porik O'Queeve name? Because, I mean, really bound up in this is the thought that his name would go. That that mm. seems to have been the, the the real sticking point for a lot of fans. So, yeah, there seemed to have been, you know, I, I was looking at uh, Vox Pops that were taken by various news organizations and people are saying, look, it's commercial reality, but still, taking the name of Porik O'Queeve off it. So could you just remind us who he was for those who don't know? Yeah, so, and, and most people won't know. I mean, um... I've said Parky Creeve my whole reporting career, and I still had to go looking this week just to remind myself of this guy. Because you know, the, the GAA this is this year will be the 140th anniversary of the founding of the GAA, and it has had legendary figures and architects of what it has become uh, throughout its lifetime. Uh, Parky Creeve is is one of those guys that sort of gets lost to history a little bit, but he was. Hilariously, given the row this week, he's not actually from Cork. He was born in Roscommon and moved to Cork at a reasonably young age. He was a soldier. He fought in the War of Independence. He fought in the, the Civil War, all of that. But in 1929, he became the General Secretary of the GAA, um, which is an enormous role. Uh, Tom Ryan is the current one. Uh, Porrick Duffy was the one before him. Liam Mulvihill before him. So you're talking, those are three secretaries general in the past four decades, essentially. Porrick O'Queeve was the secretary general himself for 35 years. And in those, so so you're talking basically from the 1930s to the mid-60s, right? Um, a time of enormous development in what the GA became. And he made uh, news quite a bit throughout that time. Um, his greatest legacy is he set up the Parks Committee with the stated aim that every parish in the country would have its own GA pitch. So he was a man of ambition and vision. Man of enormous ambition and vision. And to that end, the GA made loans available to the smallest villages in the country. And you drive around Ireland now and every village you pass has a GA ground uh, and more, you know, has has like little mini stadiums around the place. You know, he was the driving force behind that. He was also quite a controversial figure in some ways. He very famously or infamously led the charge to ban uh, Douglas Hyde, then president of Ireland, as a patron of the GAA because Douglas Hyde went to an Ireland soccer match, um, which caused an enormous furore at the time. But he was a founding member of Nemo Rangers, one of the really famous uh, Cork GAA clubs in, in the city there. Michal Martin's club, of course. So when the stadium was built in 1976, on the site of the old Cork Athletic Grounds, uh, they named it after Porico Queen. And there was no controversy then over well, the name change? Not. No, no and, and it stood as a kind of a monument to one of the great... He was known, uh, he was known as one of the architects of the modern GAA. Um, so his, you know... It, it can be very well understood why scrubbing his name from this iconic stadium uh, would annoy people, absolutely. A standing ovation in Parky Quay for the efforts of the All-Ireland champions. We've had a most exhilarating and exciting first half and plenty to talk about. Coming up, I'll continue my conversation with Maliki Clerken after this short break. Cork won the toss, came from left to right. The clash of the ash, it's all to play for. 
Now, you mentioned Michal Martin there, and of course, the Tanisha entered the debate on Tuesday. So the sequence of events was there was a leak that uh, the Cork GA board was going to ratify a deal that had been in the works to call the stadium Supervalue, to rename the stadium Supervalue Park in a rebranding deal. That was going to be ratified on Tuesday evening when the board met, first their first board meeting of the year. Michal Mark tweeted that he was annoyed. He said he absolutely did not want yeah. Porico Cueve's name to be scrubbed. And he said the government allocated 30 million towards the development of the stadium and never sought naming rights. Now, look, that's obviously madly disingenuous, yes. but still, but still. I think his tweet impacted the Cork County Board, did it? I don't know if it did or not. Like, I think a lot of people in Cork would be able to take that with a little pinch of salt. Uh, a little bit of sort of, as you say, disingenuousness, populism there. Uh, Michal Martin ought to have better things to be tweeting about now than the renaming of a stadium. What he was jumping on there, though, uh, was there is a general level of dissatisfaction in Cork with the Cork County Board. It arises from the stadium. It arises from the fact that Cork GA in general is carrying 30 million worth of debt for a stadium that A, didn't need to be that size, B, uh, didn't need to be so mismanaged, C, didn't need to have, like, there are echoes of the John Delaney stuff uh, because they really undersold their level of 10-year tickets that was going to pay for, for an awful lot of this. It had the whole thing has been mismanaged from start to finish. Even even just this week, Cork County Board took the decision just to ban the media from county board meetings. Would that normally be the case? Would normally journalists go? One hundred and forty years. Oh, okay. Uh, county board meetings have been open to the media, and they have decided uh, in this week of all weeks to ban. Look. It's not that there's not a massive like the Irish Times isn't going down to the Cork County Board, mm. but the Examiner is there. Yeah, for sure. And the Echo is there. Yeah, because the, there's a really strong local media in Cork, and um, they decided that. And and one of them, one of the quotes around it was that uh, we're sick of having uh, Cork County Board's business dictated to us by the Examiner. Oh, okay. So, you know, so, <laughs> so shoot but, the messenger. So why what don't I'm you? saying is that there's a level of dissatisfaction in Cork with the Cork County Board uh, comes from lots of th- things, comes from the stadium, comes from the debt, comes from the fact that the hurlers haven't won in All-Ireland. In two, in, this is, I think this is the second longest period in the history of the GA that they don't have an All-Ireland, you know. Um, and so Michal Martin will know that, of course, and that, the you know, there's nothing to be lost for him in sticking it to Cork GA. I don't know that it had any real effect. I think it was more when you're on live line, you're not in a good place. It's a small sort of unspoken rule of yeah. GAA politics. The GAA makes it onto live line four times a year. You don't want to be the cause of that. And certainly when you are the cause of it in the afternoon and you have a county board meeting that night, you're going to pull the reins on what it, whatever it is. So, so do you think Liveline is more powerful than than the Thornish in this? I, th- I, I think that's an incontrovertible <laughs> fact. I don't okay, think there's so, any doubt about that whatsoever. So after the meeting, after Tuesday night's meeting, no media there. They were doing their business in private. Oh, but everything in it was leaked, of course. Of course. Of course. So yeah. they issued a statement. 
and the statement said that Cork GA can confirm that it is in discussion with SuperValue regarding the naming rights for Parky Cueve. So, in other words, it was confirming the leak. Big whoop there. But it also didn't put an end to it. It also gave the impression that this is ongoing. Um, is there a feeling now that Parky Cueve, because of all the things you've said, all the, the financial hold, the whole lot, will soon be called SuperValue Park? I don't know is the very short answer. I do know or I have been told that several times at that county board meeting the other night, uh, delegates asked that a motion be passed that whatever this new stadium is is called, that Park O'Queeve's name will be a part of it. So Uh, Super Value Park O'Queeve? Yeah. Okay. It's not exactly now. Or some some formulation of words that includes O'Queeve. Uh, or equive, uh, and despite that being requested several times from the floor at this meeting the other night, the Cork executive would not agree. Oh, so do you think perhaps? Well, we don't know that perhaps the deal has already SuperValue has made that contingent, perhaps uh, on. Oh, on you would have to imagine okay. so. You would have to imagine. Well, I, or at least that in negotiations, what I, however you know, forward thinking and fresh the new executive is. And the 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 secretary of the Cork County Board, a guy called Kevin O'Donovan, is a very impressive guy. Cork GA is an enormous operation. It is the biggest GA unit in the country. Uh it has the most clubs of of any county. Uh it you know, running Cork GA is an enormous job. Uh, like this is sort of a distraction from the actual work on the ground of, you know, getting hurlies and footballs into small villages and, you know, coaching structures and player pathways and all Mm. that very unsexy, boring stuff. But even with all of that, there's absolutely no doubt that when he sat down with SuperValue first and they said, well, we want to call it SuperValue Park, there's no way that he kind of went, Oh, that's grand. <laughs> he will obviously have negotiated sure. somewhere along. He will have known that taking Park O'Queeve's name off it would cause uh, a big row. Um, so for it to have gotten to this place, SuperValue have obviously dug their heels in somewhere along the way. You're, you're, you're almost playing for pride at this stage, right? Like, keep fighting and fighting, of course. What, what else can you do? We can get into the bus and head, head back to Cork? Yeah. And speaking of negotiations, actually, Malachi, have we have we heard at all uh, any figures involved? How much is this rebranding? It looks been like sold for? It, it looks like somewhere in the region of three hundred grand a year. That's cheap. It's very cheap. That that is part of the problem too. That is absolutely part of the problem. That if this was a million euro a year, a lot more people would kind of shrug their shoulders and look the other way. Because as everybody has said ad nauseum all week, nobody's going to call it Super Value Park anyway. So just in terms of the bigger picture, in terms of the GAA, as someone steeped in GAA, would, would it bother you if um, St. Tiernox Park in Clonus was renamed Monaghan Mushroom Park? It would be fantastic. <laughs> would you call it that? There is absolutely no... Well, again, again, there's nobody in Monaghan is wedded to St. Tiernox Park. Everybody just says Clonus. Where's that game? It's in Clonus. Like, they don't even call the stadium St. Tiernox Park. But, uh, but, but if... If the big uh, the big businesses in Monaghan, if Monaghan Mushrooms or Combi Lift or anybody else uh, wanted to stick 
an extra 50, 60 grand a year into Monaghan GA for the naming rights of, of the stadium where they play three times a year. Sure, everybody be delighted. Knock yourself out. No, no but, the, but and I'm being a little facetious there. The bigger thing and the sort of the unspoken or spoken question around all of this is, of course, Croke Park and the idea that, well, you Croke know. Croke Park's very commercially minded. Oh, insanely commercially minded mm. and incredibly commercially successful, mm. which is, you know, what Parky Creek was supposed to be uh, and what in time they hope it will be. You know, but I mean, uh, periodically we've had the, the GA saying, no, no, we're never going to, yeah. to, to sell the naming that, rights. Yeah. yeah, and I believe them too. I, I certainly believe them at the minute. Uh, but, you know, you don't know what what the world has in store. We don't know what you know, what financial bombs lie down down the road. But I don't believe that they would ever, it, w- it would ever be sort of Microsoft Croke Park or, or anything like that. Um, I think if you had asked me, though, this day last week, would uh, Cork GA give up the Parky Cueve part of Parky Cueve? I would have kind of gone. Ah, that doesn't sound right. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. But so you never. You never count anything out. I. I do though. Just come back to the fact that it won't have any effect to the way normal people go about their day. They won't call it Super Value Park. They'll always call it Parky Creek, and they'll always call it the park. You know. Malachi Clerken, thanks very much. That's it for today. For more of Malachi Clerken's sports reports and analysis, subscribe at IrishTimes.com forward slash subscribe. I'm Bernice Harrison. This episode was produced by John Casey. In the news, we'll be back on Monday.